the funny way that I thought to start the podcast was, Salutations, sentient beings, and welcome to the Sleeping Situations podcast. Alliteration. Is that it, or are you just That's testing? it, that's it. We're on? Yeah. Well, you have to say your name. My name's Matt. And I'm Ivy. And uh, welcome back to the Sleeping Situation, Ultra Last Minute Sleeping Situation podcast. We uh, are not prepared. It's been a week. It has been a week. Uh, it is Sunday night, uh, quickly approaching 11 o'clock, and this will come out less than 12 hours Seven from now. hours, about? Yep. Roundabouts? Sorry. Um, welcome to the show. Happy Memorial Day. Wow, isn't that wild? It was just Christmas. That's my point. <laughs> Christmas was yesterday, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry that there's not going to be any after music this week. Dropped the ball on that one, didn't I? Things happen. No, Soon. I just didn't do it. Didn't you have one started? No. Oh. Never mind. That was last week. Never mind. Hey, what's up? Um, so a bunch of stuff happened. Um, we're prepping the release of the first Hollow Rogues single. Uh, scheduled for June 7th, I believe. I'll keep you posted. What's it called? It's called Breathe. Breathe? Breathe. I don't think there's ever been a song called that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you came up with it. But I'm excited to hear it. You have her. I played it for you. I know, but I want to hear the the real deal. Okay. That, I think they went back and they changed a few things, so... We'll see how the new uh, the new mix sacks up. Um, we got the artwork back for the Low Siders LP. That's very exciting. Uh, Nate sh- said we should have the masters in hand any day now. Any day now. Yes. Good. Um, I was driving to work, and um, I saw the most casual car crash I've ever seen in my life. I was hoping you'd talk about this. It's very good. Um, so I went... To like, we I left my building and drove to the first stoplight, and the light is red. And there's a Mercedes SUV in front of me, parked directly in the middle of both the turn lanes and straight lane. It was like great. Um, this jerk thinks he gets the whole road, right? She, but she, oh, um, but it's a Mercedes driver, so I'm like, oh, they think they're better than everyone, anyhow, correct? Um, so the light turns green. And the SUV pulls out of the uh, pulls out of the stop, and uh, just kind of casually lists through the intersection, and rams a car sitting in the lane on the other side of the light. Like drifts to the left across the line. Yeah. And hits them like on the front. Yeah. It wasn't even like drifted. It's like they continued straight from where they had started in uh, between two lanes. I see. Um. I should okay. I should have added that the, uh, we've got like the green light, green turn arrow, so our side could go, but the other side could not. So there's just another like white SUV looking crossover looking thing, just waiting its turn, coming the opposite direction, and this car just like through the intersection, wham, right into the front of it. But about how fast do you think she was going? Like fifteen miles an hour max. <laughs> and just, just, blam. Yeah. 
I have no... What a weird I have no thing. explanation. It was very strange. It was so strange that I questioned whether or not it actually happened uh, for a good minute. Those are the realest things of all, though. Right. Have you ever been driving somewhere and, like, three of the same car pass you? Yes. And you're like, oop, glitch in the matrix I was, right I there. was driving to work the other day and got off the exit... Um, where I go to, for work, and I was behind a caravan of seven school buses. <laughs> well, those happen sometimes. Seven. It's like a field I, trip or a, Right, yeah. I Identical school buses all directly behind each other. It's very strange. The weirdest thing that ever happened to me was when I drove to Delaware to see Kay, and on the, I took the Pennsylvania Turnpike there and back. And on the way there, I stopped at a service station, and there was a green limousine parked there. And a green limousine is Green a, limousine... <laughs> Yes. 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 A green limousine was parked there, and that's a rare sight. So I took a picture of it because I thought it was funny, and it was just parked near me. Two days later, three days later, whatever, uh, on the way back, I took the Pennsylvania Turnpike, so I'm coming the other way. So I'm on the other side. I'm at a different service station where I stopped. And I take a picture because the same green limousine is there. And I was like, how did this happen? How could this How could this have happened? Who let this happen? It was so weird. I couldn't believe that they were also there the same day as me, the same time as me again, going the other way. It was very strange. Yes. Um, also on that same day, so that was on Sunday. So I went to work and then I came home and I had to go to band practice. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, my car was parked clear at the end of the parking lot, and I walked down, and there's a couple of guys fiddling f- with some very long cables hanging from the roof, and they're, like, behind a truck, so I can't really see them. And the guy's like, hey, man, where are you going? Which is I, I always, it's a question that always makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, uh, band practice. He's like, oh, you don't want to help? And I, like, peek around the truck and these men are tying these long cables to a couch. And I was like, what are you doing? And he said, well, we have to get this couch up to the ninth floor, and it won't fit in the elevator. Uh, so we're going to hoist it up to the roof and then take it down one flight of stairs. <laughs> and I was like, as grand of a time as that seems, I have to go to band practice. But I so wanted to just sit in the parking lot, like, maybe pop a bowl of popcorn and get a lawn chair and, like, a beer and just watch these people hoist a couch up to the, like, up to the roof of our building, which is nine floors tall. That is, that would be a time. <coughs> there were no shattered couch pieces on the, uh, on the pavement when I came home, so I assume they got it. Well, either it was a success, or they gave up before they destroyed everything. One of the two had to have happened. That's, yes. It was either such a failure that they couldn't even get it off the ground, or it was a complete success. Yeah. And we'll never know which one. I know. I wish I remembered more what they look like. <laughs> so you could see them later? Yeah. Um, I would have, like... I just, I just would want to have seen them drop a couch from, like, eight stories up. That would have been entertaining. Uh, what else is going on? Um, I am in full base buying mode right now. 
Uh, I had two picked out, and I have it narrowed down to three now. Uh, uh, I'm selling an amp, and I have some money coming. Uh, also, PayPal has a deal where you get six months same as cash. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. Here's my thing. There are some things in my life right now that I intend on giving up. And I'm sort of like in a strange enough place that I want to just play hardball and be like, all right, you bought a base that you now have to pay for. Better not do any of those things or you can't afford it. (laughs) Which, Which seems like a drastic measure, but is historically the kind of thing that works with me. So that's, An ultimatum? Yeah, that's literally like what I've been thinking about. All right, you better get me another kitten or I'm walking right out of this house right now. No, I don't negotiate with terrorists. I said we could... I said we could I get just, another cat. I just wanted to make a joke. I, I just wanted to I make a I want goof. to get another cat. I just wanted to make Ray a Ray needs a friend. We gotta move first. Also, I've been trying to sell a base on... Uh, I put it up on Craigslist in the Facebook Marketplace... And boy, has that been miserable. Uh, people suck. People suck a lot. Um, like, of all the... I've gotten probably a dozen messages. There's been one that's been, like, a civil... Like, hello, sir, I am interested in purchasing your base. <laughs> like, the rest of them are just automatic. Is this item still available? <laughs> or people sending me ridiculous lowball offers. Or uh, trades. Oh, it's terrible. I don't mind trades so much. But if, it's never anything you want. Right, exactly. The last time I posted something, somebody's like, do you want to... I have an eight-string guitar. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. That's been terrible. Like, oh, honey. Yep. <laughs> that's about all that's going on with me this week, unless I for, for, have forgotten anything. I do not think so. I don't know. I might buy... I. I don't have a lot of money right now, but I might buy a bigger pedal board. <laughs> Somebody has one on the on Craigslist. And, like, the thought of having... It's, it's literally eight inches wider and four inches deeper than the one I have now. And just the thought of how many more pedals I could put on my board. How many more pedals is that? A lot. How many? I mean, I guess I could fit at least like one big electro harmonics one, like my big synth pedal. Yeah, I could fit that one on there with everything I have on my board now, mm-hmm. and that's the size of at least three pedals. Hmm. So many pedals, so many buttons and knobs to push. You just like buttons too much. You like buttons and knobs. <laughs> That's literally what it comes down to, is anything with lots of buttons on it, I get so excited. And you should have so I... been like an electrician or something. They get to press so many buttons and knobs. No, they just get to put them in. They don't get to press them. That's not new. I'm sure they do. I I don't know. There's, there's like a couple pedals that I would like to have on my pedal board that I physically don't have space for. Well, might be something to think about then. Yeah. Well, and he's like local, so it's not like I have to drive to Cleveland or anything. Oh, it's like somebody's selling one. Yeah, it's oh. on Craigslist. Oh, and it's got the right Velcro side on the board. Listen, <laughs> T 
tearing Velcro off of a off of like pedal boards is the worst thing I've ever had to endure. <laughs> Cuz the glue they put on that stuff is like industrial strength glue. Right. Cuz I think like on the stuff that I buy, it's designed for like garden stuff. Isn't yeah, it? if you have like a like bo- a garage. Yeah, if you put it in your garage and like hang your tools from it, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But it's like super strength glue velcro stuff. Right. It does not like to come off. I've taken it off of pedals and it's peeled the paint off. <laughs> Yoik. Yeah. That's some hefty glue. The last time I did it, I was like standing on my pedal board, <laughs> pulling up, and it like goofed up my hands. That's weird. Yeah. That is some glue. Well, it was just like, because it's so, I'm pulling so hard on it. Yeah. Like it hurt my fingers and stuff. Yeah. But I found a bigger one. I still got, I have a couple of old cases, and I think I want to rip the guts out of the cases and try to make, like, a mini board for them. That'd be neat. Because there's, like, like I'm doing this Gary Clark Jr. tribute thing, and there's no reason for me to have my giant low-siders board. I don't need three fuzzes and three octave pedals and a delay pedal and a chorus pedal to play blues rock. Like, it's just totally unnecessary. But you need it on a normal day? I need it for low-sider stuff, because mm. I'm pretending to be the lead guitar player and the bass player and the keyboard player. Well, that sounds like a job, then. I guess that's fair. Ivy, what's been going on with you this week? Um, well, today we went to Best Buy, and I picked out a new laptop. I haven't we had adopted a, new, a laptop. We adopted a new laptop. I haven't had one, a new one since 2012, so I figured it was about time. Basically, um, I decided because uh, Windows 7 is being axed and uh, my antivirus is about up that I didn't want to put any more money into an older machine that is still working but on its way out. It doesn't stay charged very long. It's pretty slow. It's got some crap on it. Uh, you know, <laughs> It's got some stuff. It's got some crap. No uh, porn viruses. No, none of that. I haven't gotten any of those, but I think it probably has... An issue or two. Um, I just figured, you know, it's about time. Uh, so I went and picked out a new one. Uh, it's the kind that flips around flat so that it's like a two-in-one tablet computer-y thing. And it's got a touch screen, so I got like a stylus thingy. And I'll be able to like write notes on it and tap and touch things when I'm like editing my book and my text and stuff. And uh, can draw on it and junk. But it's, it's real thin. It's a lot thinner than what I have now. My computer's a brick, which is my least favorite thing about it. It doesn't matter so much anymore because I don't really take it much of anywhere. I don't have to take it to work or anything. I take it to a coffee shop occasionally to write, but I don't do that too often. But mm-hmm. it is kind of nice that it's this will be a lot lighter, a lot thinner, easier to lug around, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And I'm excited about it. I'm I'm honestly a little serious. I might start like trying to do a cartoon. <laughs> Or, like, a sure. comic strip. That would be fun. I love doodling. I've, like, like, so I've been listening to the, that Crash and Ride podcast, right? Yeah. And he asked these questions at the end. And the one is, like, if you weren't a musician, what would you do? Yeah. And, like, I've, I've, like, been thinking about it. And it's like, okay, one, if I've always wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Uh, but I have clear eyebrows and I'm weird looking, so that probably wouldn't work. But I, I would I don't love. Think that's any, I would love to be like a cartoonist. I think be that very would be cool. so fun. You want to be Jim Davis? 
Um, Charles Schultz. More like uh, the zits guy. Uh, well, I I love zits. <laughs> Jeremy is me. That's absolutely um, true. No, who's the guy that does? Um, oh, I can't remember his name now. Why can't I remember his name? Who's the guy that does Calvin and Hobbes? Oh, Watterson. Bill Watterson. Bill Watterson, thank you. Yes. I would like to... You have some books of them, don't you? Yeah. Do you have them here? No, they're I don't my think parents. you have them. I would like to look at those. Like, I, know, like, well, I like them. Let's get them tomorrow. Yeah, let's get them. They're so funny. I mean, I always like the ones that I see, but I'd love to read through like yeah. that book. He's from, like, Chagrin Falls, I think. Yes, that sounds right. They said that there's there's never been a, a definite, like, where Calvin and Hobbes takes place. But like, it seems like... They say that there's enough resemblance that you can assume it's for Chagrin Falls. That's cool. Which is fun. Yeah, that's a cute one. I want to be Katana Comics. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to be Julia from Trophy. I want to be, uh, what's her face? I just lost her name. Sarah Anderson. Yes. There's not a lot of people that I would leave you for, but Sarah Anderson is one of them. <laughs> that's fair. I suppose that's fair. So, uh, I'm sure we'll get to playing with that soon. Uh... I can write my snooze book. The snooze! <laughs> yes, you can. This is, this is a side note. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Probably not. Um, I had a thought one day. I was, I was snoozing in bed with the cat. And I had a thought that I am the snooze... Like very Dr. Seuss kind of, and I was like, "The snooze sounds like a like a children's book character." The snooze. The snooze, and so I drew the snooze, and he looks kind of like he's like a combination of like a where the wild things are monster and our cat, like a fluffy cat. Yeah, and so he's the snooze, and I'm going to write a children's book. People want him to do stuff, but he just wants to snooze. Yeah. But he has to learn the fun of doing fun things in between snoozes, right? Right. But then he always gets to snooze at the end. Yes. Good. But it's uh, S-N-U with the umlaut. <laughs> Z-E. The snooze. Is umlaut plural? Or is umlauts like... I don't know. Umlaut. I believe, I believe it should, it's, it's probably singular, right? with like, an umlaut. Yeah, yes. that's what I thought it was. Umlaut. I was just I genuinely curious. I wasn't sure which way okay. it was right. I'll stop talking. Uh, that's okay. Um, I had a really weird work week because a handful of people from our office were going to a convention for a client this week, and there was a crap ton of stuff we had to get done in like two days. And when I say we, I didn't have to do a lot of it, but everyone around me was screaming and hustling <laughs> and losing their brains for about two days, and then everybody disappeared after that. So it was a very strange work week with just so much chaos happening around me. Uh, but we got through it, and everything got done, and I think it went fine. Um, also, on Tuesday, I went to a baseball game, and we saw the Indians play again. And it was a pretty nice night. It was a little bit chilly, not nearly as cold as it was uh, when we went in April. But we had uh, some more tickets, and they were way up at the top, which isn't the most fun place to sit. It's not terrible, because you can kind of, like, it's a different view and you can see everything, whereas, like, when you're on the ground, it's sometimes hard to tell, like, where the ball is or where it's going or whatever, so it's just, like, a different view. But uh, what we did was we got food, and then we stood in the standing part for a while, and then we sat down in chairs that weren't ours, like, good ones, and I would recommend it, especially if you're not there on a busy day. 
But also when we were standing in like there's like a like a standing area and you can buy those tickets and you just don't have a seat and you can just stand, um, which we might do sometime this summer because it was pretty fun. Uh, but anywho, we were standing there and we had finished our food and then I don't remember how we got started, but I went with my parents and like my dad like bumped into my mom and then my mom bumped back into my dad and they were so they were kind of like pushing each other back and forth not like big time but they were you know pushing at each other mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a security guy came down and stood right behind him and i was like he thought you guys were gonna fight <laughs> he thought you were drunk and he thought you were gonna fight so then we had to wait a while before because we wanted to sit down but he was like skulking around mm-hmm. like watching us and we're like he wanted to throw you out i think <laughs> but uh as soon as he went away then we found a place to sit down so that was good uh we did not win the game we did not play that great that night but we had a good time so that's always good uh, yesterday was Baby Ray's birthday. It was. <clears throat> yesterday was Baby Ray's fourth birthday. She's a big girl, but also a little baby. And very special. And we love her. We gave her treats and pets. And love. And that's all she ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 um. Also, I don't think I said this last week, but... I went for a run for the first time, and I don't even know how long, and I don't want to admit how long. Um, My calves hurt so bad that I couldn't walk bending my knees for about two days, so I had to, like, penguin waddle just about everywhere for about two days. But it felt kind of good. I didn't do quite as bad as I expected. I thought I would go, like, one block and just absolutely die and have to go home. But what I ended up doing was, like, doing short little jogs and then walking for a while and then short little jogs and then walking for a while. And I was out for, like, half an hour total. Definitely didn't run for the majority of it. Mm -hmm. But I did survive. It was super hot, so that didn't help either. Yeah. But, uh... You picked... Ivy literally it was picked the hottest, the hottest day. day we've had this year. Yeah, but I wanted... I really wanted to do it, so I was just like, I'm just gonna go and do it. And... Even though it felt like I was dying for a lot of it, it also felt good once I had come inside and sat in the air conditioning for, like, half an hour. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm glad that I did that. And sometimes there's this saying that's like, you never regret a workout. And that's not true because I have. Because sometimes it, like, if I'm sick, it makes it worse. And Mm -hmm. some people it makes it better, but for me it makes it worse. I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. I feel worse having done it. But that day, I definitely felt better having done it, even though it wasn't, like, the best jog in the world. Yeah. But I'm going to maybe try and do it more often and get a little better at it. We should run together. Sure. We'll try it. It'll make me feel a little better when I'm, like, throwing up in the sidewalk. I mean, I'll do it, too. But you're also throwing up in the sidewalk. Yeah, we can do it together. It's very romantic. I did uh, a moderate workout on Friday. The first I've done... Here's my... Okay, this is how the cycle of Matt. Um, I go, wow, I'm getting fat. I need to start working out or something and then i do it once and i'm like that was the worst thing ever and then i don't do it anymore uh, but my arms like still hurt <laughs> like and that was on friday and it's, it's sunday now it's just parts of your muscles that you're not used to working that don't that don't get got on a normal day none of my muscles get got ever because like i stretched really good before i went jogging because i knew like i haven't done this in forever it's gonna hurt mm-hmm. like so I made sure I stretched really, really good. And I even stretched once or twice, like, while I was walking. Like, I yeah. stopped for, like, a second and stretched out my stuff. 
and my calves hurt so bad just because they haven't had to do that exact motion in a very long time. Yeah. So I'm sure they were just like, what? In the, what? Wait, the, wait. No, this is. So I'm sure I confused them big time. And they hurt a lot. But hopefully I can get back on it. And the only other thing I was going to say is that the other night we got tacos and then we came back and we did a live stream on Instagram. And most of you missed it, but that's fine. Because I've never clicked on a live stream ever. But be aware that that's something that maybe will happen on random occasions with no planning and no warning. So you should follow us on Instagram if you're at all interested in us blabbing at a phone for I don't know how long it even was. It was a while. Um, What happened was I was on Instagram and I was like, I wonder how you do a live stream. And then we were doing a live stream. And then he turned the camera on me. And then we just wandered around blabbing about nothing for a while. It was great. But I think we had a good old time. I had fun. Our our handful of friends that blipped in and out. And then Matt's phone died, so we started it again <laughs> online. Uh, so if you're at all interested in that, you can follow us on Instagram, at Sleeping Situation. Yeah, also our 100th episode is coming up. Woo! And y'all should send us stuff to do or questions to answer. Or it would be really fun to, to do all like Q and A for a hundred or something. Like that would that. be great. That would be really fun. Send us all the questions. We'll keep begging you on social media and junk too. Please do. Just send us stuff. That would be very. Let's fun. Let's just take a notepad tomorrow and we'll wander around and ask my family <laughs> what questions they want us to answer. Sure, that sounds fun. Probably lots of like, when are you getting married? Well, that happens if we don't ask. That's true. <laughs> Have you ever have you thought much about going back to school? How many guitars do you need, Matt? Well, that's me. I say that. One more. And then and then you'll be quiet and then you'll be done. No, that's the answer. <laughs> Always. Oh. How many guitars is the correct number of guitars? One more. One more. In my own defense, I am attempting to sell one. That is good. If anyone wants to buy an Epiphone EB3, hit me up. You know a guy. So uh, is it about time to move on? It feels like we've been talking it's forever. It's definitely time to move on. Let's do and everyone's favorite segment. It's Things of the, uh, the Week. <laughs> things of the Week. Bop! See, this is how you can tell that we're not editing. We're not editing. Sorry. It's Sunday night. Not gonna happen. I hope you're here because you love us and not because you're like, wow, this podcast has great editing. Great A-plus editing choices. (laughs) Sometimes I hope you think that, but most of the time I hope you think these are fun people that I like to spend my time with them in my ears. So what do you have on your list? My list uh, this week, um, last night I was doing some writing in my secret blog that you're not allowed to know about. Um, And I was like, what kind of music should I listen to? And I was like, I really want to listen to Soundgarden, uh, which is never a thought I've had in my brain. Uh, and I had to text my coworker and be like, dude, you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> I just put on Soundgarden on my own free will. Um, the Super Unknown album is great. Is that what it's called or is that a description? That is what it's called. Oh, Super, Super Unknown. Unknown. It's the one with Black Hole Sun and Spoon Man on it. Ah. Um, it's pretty fantastic. I never thought I was like a fan of that music. And I think it's because whenever people say grunge, you think of Nirvana. Yeah. And Nirvana is way dumber than a lot of the other grunge music. By dumber, you just mean, like, easier? Like, entry level? 
Yes. Yes. Nirvana is... Straightforward. ...is the <laughs> pop punk of grunge. <laughs> I want a t-shirt with that on it, or a bumper sticker. I mean, okay, Nirvana's great, but it, yeah. is, it is very just straightforward kind Starter of Starter pack. Music, yeah. Um, Soundgarden is actually, like, really intelligent rock music. Interesting. As is Alice in Chains. My favorite is just that guy in the distance going, Black hole sun! Black hole sun! <laughs> Was that Hamsak? Yeah. <laughs> That's very intelligent Isn't to me. Man. Um, that was not very good. Oh, mow the side lawn. Uh, also, another band that Jason turned me on to is Soul Coughing. Um, coughing. Uh, they're like if Sublime was weirder and also cool. Hmm. Uh, I only like the song Santeria. Very 90s. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of, like, sampling. Okay, so, like, imagine the sublime vocalist, right? Sure. But, like, with weird sampling and upright bass. I don't know if I would like it, but I'm happy for you. It's very interesting. I'll have to play you some. Okay. Um... I watched a movie I, when I was at the baseball game. Uh, me and the cat curled up, and we watched a movie called Absolutely Anything. Uh, and it has Simon Pegg and all of the Monty Pythons and Rob, Rib- Rob Riggle. Didn't you, is that the one that Robin Williams is in? Yes, Robin Williams is the dog, and I believe that was Robin Williams' last movie, which is sad. Yeah. Um, but it was a fun movie. I I just, like, I saw the cast, and I was like, that seems like something I would like. Simon Pegg is great in pretty much everything. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, And so I just clicked on it. Um, It's about, it's a guy who is gifted the power from aliens to do anything that he wants. I was like, that sounds like the exact kind of sci-fi rom-com fun movie that I would enjoy. enjoy. And it wasn't the greatest movie ever, but it was fun. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, also my kitty Ray, cause she's all extra sweet and it was her birthday. Yes. Um, also Pedro the Lion, because I didn't know this, but on Kitty's birthday is the anniversary of the Pedro the Lion album, Achilles Heel, um, which came out in 2003, two, 2002, 2003. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it's one of my more favorite albums and... We were going to listen to it last night in celebration, but Ivy fell asleep. I can say no more. <laughs> um, and also Dr. Dog. Uh, for whatever reason, it worked the other day. I wanted to listen to Dr. Dog, so I put some Dr. Dog in the Pandora mix. And then I was like, you know, aside from like a handful of singles and the two albums i have on my computer i have not listened to any doctor dog like any of their other albums yeah and they have put out an album pretty much every year like the last 10 years oh really they have a bunch of records didn't realize they were that old they have a new one out like this year huh which is crazy so i've been listening to some doctor dog good things of the week bop bop um my things of the week include uh, I've been listening to my 21 Pilots CDs again. Uh, I fell off for a second. I don't know what it is. Sometimes I just get in these moods where it's like, I just, I'm just a mood where I'm not in the mood. 
and I just didn't listen to them for a little while. I have to admit that I haven't listened to their album from last year yet. It was never the right time, and I just never felt it. I will soon, and I promise this. A coworker put it on the work on the work computer today. The new one? Yeah. Who Roy likes them? Yeah. Me and Roy gotta be friends. Um, it wasn't the worst Twenty One Pilots I've heard. I yeah, I gotta listen to it. I don't know why. I just got burnt out on them. Maybe I don't know. For a second, I think I didn't like the Heathen song, and then I was just kind of like unenthused mm. for a hot second. Um. But I've been listening to the two CDs that I have in my car, and I love them. So I'm back on it. I, I'm not a terrible fan of that band, um, and I don't want to start into a tirade or anything. Uh, but my reasoning is that 20 pi- one, uh, 21 Pilots is very weird and quirky, mm-hmm. but they're very much like, look how weird and quirky we're being. That's how that's how it feels to me. I don't know. I don't I don't feel that way. I guess I can see how you would feel that way. How someone could feel that way. Yeah. It seems all very forced. I guess I mean I've liked them since before they were famous, everyone. Did you see them in a basement in Columbus? No, I wish. <laughs> but I mean, we all listened to the regional at best EP that, like, is impossible to find now. Mm. Back in, like, 2011 when no one knew them. Even, probably even before then, I don't even know. Yeah. So, like, I've been hip with their weirdness since then. Sure. And so it's always been like that for me. But somebody's, like, hearing them on the radio just now, you know? Like, I could see how that would sound like, these guys are trying to do something crazy. I just... Everything I've listened to, I just haven't been a huge fan of. I mean, you don't have to be. I know. That's fine. Yeah, you should have seen them in a basement in Columbus or something. The basement. I should have. I wish I would have. You know, the Black Keys played Annabelle's. Yeah, I'm sure they did. (laughs) That's Uh, upsetting to me. Maybe someday we'll be able to say, like, hey, we saw these people. Maybe someday I'll play Madison Square Garden. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, Also on my list is uh, the Pride and Prejudice soundtrack. I am not usually this person, but this week I tried putting on, like, soundtrack music while I was writing. Mm. Um, A lot of people do that because there's no words or whatever, and it, for me, I don't know, it doesn't always work for me that way. I don't always have to have songs without words. Sometimes it helps to have music that I like, and other times it's distracting. It just depends on the day. Um, But I decided to try it, and also I love the Pride and Prejudice soundtrack. And I put it on, and it was good writing music. Would recommend. Also, a shout-out to Hummus great snack also um i've been in a new kick of following authors on instagram i have been doing it very slowly for a long time but i followed like a whole ton of people just recently and i like it uh morgan Matson i followed um i found uh what are some other ones that's the one i remember but i followed a good handful of them and it's a good way to like find new books and to find new authors and stuff i've just never like used instagram that way before mm. so it's been fun and uh, I read a comic, which is a fun thing, I, like a physical book comic that I borrowed from my coworker Elise, and it's called Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn, and it was really good. And it's only like, so it was like a serial comic. I believe it's pretty recent. I don't know every fact about it, but uh, it came out like as, as smaller ones, and then they, out, they put out like volumes that have like, I read one through five, and I think there's like 25 total or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, like, more 
more of the compilation books out there that I can get and read or whatever. Um, but I really liked it. It's about four paper girls, and they're from Stony Stream, Ohio, near Cleveland. Uh, definitely not Rocky River. No, no. <laughs> they're from Stony Stream. But anyway, um, they go out to deliver papers on the morning after Halloween, and, like, weird stuff starts happening. Everybody disappears, and then, like, big monsters start coming out of the sky, and there's, like, time travel and all sorts of sci-fi stuff. I only read the first couple, so, like, it's more questions than answers at this point. Uh, but the characters are really good, and it's, like, set in, like, 1988, so I really like those, like, very set-in-its-time things, and there's lots of details and stuff, and I like how it, it feels very set-in-its-time. But then they find this little device, and it has, like, a mic, uh, a, uh, like, a, like an iPod Apple on it, mm-hmm. so they're like, what is this? And it's, like, time travel and whatever, so there's, like, modern things that are, like, popping up in it. It's very interesting, and I liked it a lot, and I would recommend it. I don't know anything about comics, and I liked it, so it's a good starter for anybody that doesn't know. Um, things of the week. Bob. Bob. Oh, I forgot. I forgot one. Okay. Um, our buddy Cam has relaunched a podcast, Oh. and I wanted to say it. Uh, it is the Low Class Yuppie podcast, and it's available now wherever you get podcasts. It's on an Apple, iTunes podcast, Apple podcast. And I wrote the intro music. How about that? I did not know that. Yes. That's good. It's um, It was uh, one of the jams that we did together, oh, cool. um, and I did a little demo for it, and I need to send him an instrumental version of that, and I keep forgetting. Um, but it is one of our songs. Cool. And now it's on the podcast. I'm practically famous. Check it, ch- check it out. What is that? I don't know. Should should check it out. It sounds like something Bubs. Is that um? No, that's uh, (laughs) uh, Flight of the Concords. I think. If it is, I don't know it. We gotta watch Flight of the Concords. It's so funny. I've seen like two or three of their music videos or whatever. Uh, Let's move on. All right. Let's do this. Uh, This week for the situation review. We decided to listen to an album, and we listened to the new album by Vampire Weekend, and it's called Father of the Bride. came out, like, this month, I believe. Are those vampires that come out in the weekends instead of at night? It's like it's, if, if they're still awake by Monday, they turn to stone or something. No, it's... So it's Vampire Weekend. So it's the weekend where the vampires come out. Uh, the Vampire Weekend. Or maybe it's like... Not weekend vampires. Somebody spent a weekend being a vampire. It was their Yeah, it was their weekend. vampire weekend. Uh, so this band's been around a hot second. Most people probably know about them if you're hip. Uh, they're from, like, Harvard and they're nerds. It's, it's Harvard, right? I don't know. I believe they went to Harvard. That seems about right. It was. They were definitely started in an Ivy League basement, which is the only place I'd ever want to see them, so I don't want to see them now. Because I didn't see them in a college basement somewhere. Was it Princeton? Was it Harvard? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, and they make nerdy rock stuff. So, uh, hey, what did you think of this album overall? So, historically, I have not been a big fan of the Vampire Weekends. Um, I have some of their albums. I have the one with the chandelier on it and the one with the lady on it. And I think uh, I think it's the self-titled Encontra, I think, of the two ones I have. That sounds right. On my laptop. 
Um, wasn't a huge fan of those. Um, this album was very pleasant. Yeah. And I enjoyed listening to it. Yeah. Pleasant is the, uh, the word that came to mind. Yeah, I can agree with that. Is it a concept album? A little bit, I think. I think so. I think it is a little bit. I think it's got some very strong themes in it. Yeah. If it's not, you know, a coherent story in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that it is a great pool party soundtrack. <laughs> is that just every Vampire Weekend song? No. Oh. I don't think I would say that. I think maybe a good handful of them, but not every single one. But I just think that I like that it sounded like summer, but it also still sounded like Vampire Weekend. So overall positive review. Um, What things did you like about it? Uh, I said it was a very fun listen. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the songs. They were very pleasant to listen to. I said lots of jaunty tunes. Jaunty tunes for sure. Um, Some tasty bass parts. Tasty bass parts. Uh... The Married in a Gold Rush song had a tasty bass part. Um, and I'm not normally a fan of concept albums, but I think I, if this is one, I enjoy it. Tell me more about that. What? What do you think is the concept? I think it's just like like love and marriage. Yeah. But like, what's the concept? What's the story? I, they get married and then they have trouble... And then they're sad, but it's okay. Yeah. I don't pick up on those too often. Yeah, but I think... I got the vibes of a concept record from it, but I don't know what the concept is. Interesting. I think it was very strong thematically. I never... Concept album didn't tape, uh, didn't um, 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 pass through my mind. Okay. But, uh, no, I could I could buy that. If you made a compelling case, I'd have to listen to it again, I think. Is that it? Yeah. Um, I liked that there were some, like, slightly more acoustic moments in it. Usually a Vampire Weekend album was very, like, electric and, like, effective type stuff top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, the first song being fairly acoustic and then some other moments in there. I thought that was nice. Um, it just, it sounds like I've never spent the summer in the Hamptons, but that's what it felt like. Rich people summering in the Hamptons. And I liked it. Not in a bad way. Maybe that's what I've... That's always rubbed me the wrong way about vampire... They sound like rich people. They sound like country club people. They sound like they wear... Pink polo shirts. Yeah. And sparrows. They're they're like jacket like tied around their neck instead of around their waist. And they play tennis and stuff. Yeah. But they're they're like the kids that are too cool for it and they just are stuck doing it because it's what their parents do. Um, But I liked it. Um, As always, like good... Clever, fun, lyrical moments. Um, my favorite was, um, I don't want to live like this, but I don't want to die. That mm-hmm. was a good line that I really enjoyed. Um, guest starring Danielle Hyam, I believe that's how you say it. Yes. From from Hyam the band. I s- said it wrong for several years. <laughs> I, I said Haim, I'm sure, for yeah. a long time. Um, I think she was a nice match for like his voice and for like the the uh, aesthetic of the album and the the style they were going for. I thought she did a nice job. Um, definitely like just a very easy to listen to album. It does not ask anything of you. That's why I think it's a great pool party kind of mm-hmm. party kind of album. You could put this on, and it would everybody would like it, and it wouldn't 
be offensive in any way, and it's just like a chill, chill pool vibes. Just toss it on, and like you don't have to do any work. You just gotta sit back and enjoy. Um, my favorite songs were Harmony Hall and This Life, and I like that a lot of the songs sound very happy even when the content isn't necessarily. That's the thing that I enjoy when songs do. While I do really like heartbreaking sad songs, I also like sad songs that sound like happy songs. Yeah. That always that always works for me. Um, fun, soundy little texture things here and there. I always like the weird stuff they do. Like, there's one song with, like, horns in it mm-hmm. that I liked. Um, some just, like, weird sound effects. Not, like, you know, air horns or whatever, but, like, fun little, little sprinklings of fun stuff. And, uh... Yeah, that's about it. So what grievances have you to air? It's too long. <laughs> Every album we pick is too long. It's too long. It That must just be how they're doing albums like, now. Absolutely fifty minutes is the is the cap. No it was album. It's only like fifty eight minutes. Nope, that's too long. That's right. eight minutes too long. Okay. Um There was a couple there was some interesting like it would cut to a little interlude thing and mm-hmm. then cut back to the song. Yeah. And every time I happened that happened, I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool. And then it would cut back to the song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Like, it, I feel like that's a thing they do. Like, if that, was, if that was at the end of the song or, like, in between songs, I think it would work really well. But the fact that they put it right in the middle of the song... It sort of breaks up the momentum that the song has going. Yeah. And I think the songs would stand better on their own just without that, or if it was at the end. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Um, I think they're too smart for their own good sometimes, and they're like, this would be cool in the middle. Yeah. And then it's, their big brains just get in the way. Them Harvard folk. Um, I don't like the duet songs. Interesting. Uh... Anytime they happen, all I think of is like, uh, like country song, in some bar somewhere. They were a little bit cheesy, but I think it was on purpose. And I, I think that if anything's the concept, it's that that they're like. I think it would be satirizing that almost. Mm, I don't like it. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of Haim in general. I like. A lot of their songs. I maybe I'm not I need a to listen listener, again. But I like them. Like when they came out, they were like super hot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Um, but maybe I need to listen to them again now that nobody likes them anymore, <laughs> or sure. now now that they're not the hot thing. Yeah. Because that's if too many people like something, I don't like it. Um, but now that they're not that, maybe I could listen again and, and enjoy it. I like them. I think I like uh, the Aces is a really good like girl band that mm. I think does what they do, but. I, in my opinion, does it better. Have you ever listened to... No, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna get... We're already not doing great on time. Um, that's, uh... I, I mean, I don't... I'm not a super fan of her voice in general. Maybe I'm being a little cynical. But, like, I didn't like those. Mm. That being said, uh, the songs which featured uh, Steve Lacey... Bangers. The Sunflower. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is Those either. were very funky songs. The, the Sunflower song was one of my favorite. It was kind of weird. They stuck out. Yeah. <coughs> um, Harmony Hall was also really good. Yeah. Uh, Married in a Gold Rush I liked a lot. I mean, I liked a lot of That's the songs a, a lot. 
I know, but I didn't like I didn't like the duet part. <laughs> oh. Baseline. Okay. Banger. Um that's about my, all my complaints. Do you have any complaints? Yeah, I got a few. Um <laughs> I, <laughs> It's my favorite thing to say. It's it's do you have any grievances of which to air? And then when I go, do you have any grievances? You go, yeah, yeah I, I got, got a few. few. <laughs> but you always say it exactly like that. And I know. It, it makes me so happy. I like to have catchphrases. I'm the sitcom character that they play the laugh track after. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, could you let me air my grievances? Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I don't care as much for, like, short little one minute or so interlude songs in pretty much anything because it's if it's good then it's never enough and if it's not good I'm like why I think most of these were good the two or three like minute or maybe two minutes total the, the songs that were shorter and felt more just like transition-y things mm-hmm. uh, Big Blue is the one that I remember I liked it and then it was over and I'm always like I wish you would have just cut down the track list and made a full song of that yeah um so, minor complaint, but uh, complaint nonetheless. Uh, almost a little too chill to be as long as it was, and maybe a little too chill in general. Even though I liked that about it, I was also waiting for a signature Vampire Weekend banger that never came. Like, instead... What are you doing? Petting the key. Oh. <laughs> right? So, I, was, I saw the cat go back there, and I was like, what happened to the cat? And she is sitting behind my guitar cases, directly in front of the door, which is not a place she has ever sat before. Yeah, but you made her a house there with the guitar cases. She can hide. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, uh, you know, usually you have a Vampire Weekend album, and then, like, Diane Young comes and, like, rips your head off, or, like, A-Punk comes and, like, rips your head off, or whatever. And this album was, every song was Oxford comma. <laughs> Which I love, <laughs> but I, I wish there was a banger. I was waiting for it, and I was kind of sad that they kind of did those funky ones instead. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all my grievances. I don't really have any specific... There wasn't any songs that I really disliked or anything like that. Yeah. It was just like a an overall an overall good vibe, but then like nothing... Nothing outstanding, like, wow, I guess. Um, so what kind of a rating would you give it? All right, remind me I have a joke about chill vibes. Okay. Um, overall, I said uh, I'm not really familiar with the rest of the Vampire Weekend stuff, and I haven't been, like, a super enthusiastic fan, but I, I genuinely enjoyed listening to this one. Yeah. Um, it was uh, a good listen, and I had fun. Uh, though it was a bit long, um, and some of the interlude kind of things were sort of weird, mm-hmm. and I think some of the songs I could have just done without, I gave it an eight. An eight? That seems pretty fair. I had like I always get stuck between like a seven and an eight when I like when I liked it and I had a really good time listening to it, but it wasn't like my favorite album of all time. Yeah. But I'm like, this is worth listening to because sometimes an eight feels like that's a big endorsement, but then a seven doesn't feel like enough at the same time. Right. I think an eight is a pretty fair, is a pretty good um, a place for this album to be. Um, I fell off a little bit by the end. It was I was like, all right, I got it. Um, but I did really enjoy how laid back it was. Makes a great soundtrack kind of feel, and I just think it's a good summary, summary album. 
and I can see myself listening to it again. Because some of these albums we listen to, and I'm like, yeah, that was good, and then I never listen to it again. I could see my, I could see myself listening to this one again, and I would recommend it to others. Yeah. Um, done it. Uh, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Situation approved. Eight out of ten. That's got to be an approval. I'm I'm interested to see what like hardcore Vampire Weekend fans think. Yeah, somebody's like more intense than we are. I wonder what they right. think. I don't think a lot of people liked uh, what was the uh, Modern Vampires of the City or whatever the last one was. I get confused of the order of them. I I don't think that one was super well received. And I'm interested to see what people think of this one. Yeah, that would be... If you know, if you're out there and you you know better than us, I feel like the, holla. those are one of those bands that people are, like, super... Like, oh, it's not as good as Contra, man. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that they are. It's not as good as Pinkerton. It's not as <laughs> good as... Nothing's ever as good as Pinkerton. Is this it? Um, yes. Review. 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 Okay, uh, are we going to get this game time on the road? Yeah, do you want to hear my joke, though? Yeah. I saw this joke on the internet. I didn't make it up. Uh, how many sud dudes does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. None. It's already lit, fam. <laughs> Did I clip it? Yeah. I'm sorry. That was sorry. I clipped it. That was really funny. <laughs> That's really good, and I'm going to steal that. It's so funny. That's fantastic. <laughs> that was that was that was fantastic. Sorry, lit fam. And I always see that the one Vine guy that I don't like. This says the saw dude. I don't remember. I don't who know he which is. one that is. I don't know. I don't like it very much. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, so you want me to explain it? I can explain it. So it's game time now, and uh, we're going to do a new game. And we don't have a name for it yet. It's called a uh, random trivia game. No, that's not good. Random trivia. That's like somebody asking you what somebody's name is, and you look at the object next to you. Like his name is George Glass. Um, it's a uh, trivia palooza. We'll keep working on it. Trivia. The trivia game. We're wasting time. That's what I am best at. <laughs> Um, so it what there's a there's a a website called randomtriviagenerator.com, and we're going to give each other ten random trivia questions and see who can get the most correct out of ten. Um, so we're choosing only a few of the categories that it has available. We're going to go with arts and literature, entertainment, history, and general knowledge. Yes. And we're going to do ten questions each. I guess I'm going to answer first because you got it. I mean, if you want to. Well, it's in front of you. Okay. Play along at home. Uh, oh, let me get my scoreboard here. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> um, in Larry Niven's novel Ring World, what is the drug that extends human life to near immortality? I... I have no idea, so I'm going to call it uh, Happy Pills. <laughs> Booster Spice. Booster Spice, yep. woo! What year did the United States purchase, uh, purchase Alaska from Russia? What year? If you get it within five years, I'll give you credit. Who, buddy? I am so bad at years. I have no idea. 
1940. How'd I do? 1867. <laughs> That's good. What movie features three tunnels named Tom, Dick, and Harry? Three tunnels? Mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption. No. This is a movie that I have that I've not yet forced you to watch, and you need to. It's The Great Escape. Oh. I've heard of that. It's great. That's like a concentration camp It's a thing, great isn't escape, it? yes. Yeah. Who does Eddie Murphy trade places with in the 1983 movie Trading Places? Oh. I feel like maybe I should know this. The President... Dan Aykroyd. Oh, I, I thought it meant like what character? <laughs> like character. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not doing so hot. <laughs> uh, Ivy has gotten zero out of four. Yikes! The USS Kearsarge is best known for sinking what Confederate vessel? <laughs> These are so specific. We. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I don't even have a guess. The SS Carolina. Alabama. Ah. Who was the Greek god of fire? Ooh, fire. Um, Hades. Hephaestus. Oh, I've heard of that name before. That's I've come across that at some time in my travels. Uh, how many rooms are there on a standard clue board game? No, I'm counting, because I got this in my head. <laughs> there's definitely three on these ends. I want to say there's nine. Correct. Yes! I done it. <clears throat> what is the main difference between a supercharger and a turbocharger? Turbocharger goes faster. Superchargers are usually belt-driven, while turbochargers gas-driven. Ah. Um... What scheduled retreat does Karen Whitehead for in The Howling? Writer's retreat. The colony. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> what is Ohio Stadium also known as? The shoe. The horseshoe. I'll give you credit. I've been there. That. It's the, Listen, if you go there, it's the shoe. And I'm correct. And that was random, we promise you. I deserve that point. <laughs> so uh, that's two out of ten. Not so bad. Uh, these questions are very specific. Those questions were hard. I'm yeah. scared. I am scared. So. And I am not afraid to admit it. To admit it. Admit it. All right. Here is ten questions for Matt. You ready? Mm-hmm. The Peabody Award is an award given in what field? Um, Peabody. Science. Radio and television. Oh. How many players are there on a water polo team? Eleven. Seven. Oh. Eleven players on a soccer team. I guessed. Entirely uneducated. Right? 11? I'm not wrong, am I? But you it's played super soccer. embarrassing if I'm wrong. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 11. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
what musical tells the story of a group of young artists struggling to survive in New York? Rent? Yes. Aha! Now you have to watch it with me. Nope. You only know that because I like it. <laughs> I know the general premise of Rent. Do you? They're in New York and they have AIDS. Well, not all of them. Uh, what are the names of the trailer park boys? Um, one of them is Bubbles. Uh, one of them is Mr. Something. And I don't know what the third one is. Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles. Oh. You may have one third of a point. Thank you. <laughs> one third. Uh, what year saw the release of The Catcher in the Rye? Um... Um, um, uh, 1954. I think that's... 51. Ah! Well, you gave me five years on the year question, didn't you? Yeah. So, Hot damn. I suppose you can have it. We all knew that you were going to be better at this than me. <laughs> Which cabinet post did Winston Churchill hold between 1924 and 1929? Um, I think he was the Secretary of the Military. I don't know if that's a cabinet post. Well, he's the Chancellor of the Exchequer. I don't even... All right, I don't think then. I'm saying that right. All righty then. Which character in The Simpsons was kicked out of the barbershop quartet, the B-Sharps? Uh, Homer. I don't know. My guess is Flanders. It is Chief Wiggum. Oh. Uh... Alan Moore co-created which anti-hero that first appeared in a 1985 issue of The Saga of the Swamp Thing? Which anti-hero? Uh, is it Deadpool? John Constantine. I don't know who that is. What cover song was Van Halen's first top 40 hit? Um, oh no, this is tricky. What cover song it's was their e first top 40 hit? Can I take two guesses? No, you get to pick one, and you can tell me what the other one is, but you have to pick your final I'm answer. I'm going to guess You Really Got Me by the Kinks. You done it. Ha ha. You done it, me boy. They also covered Roy Orbison's Pretty Woman. Ah, well, it was You Really Got Me. Who? Kinks version is better. I can imagine. Who played the title role in the late 1990s sitcom Suddenly Susan? I don't know. Brooke Shields. Okay. Well. You want to do another one? We're doing all right on time. Ten more for each of us? We're just over an hour, so it's we're not ridiculous. Sure, let's try one more. Let's do it again. We'll see if I can catch you. Round two. Do you want to adjust the categories? Uh, I would, well, I think we should stay with the same ones we've had since the start. All right. That's most fair. Categories. Maybe next time we'll do, like, just art questions or something. Yeah. Adjust the categories. It is a cool little website. This is fun. Um, the name circus comes from what Greek word? Like, Circe? Kyrkos. Oh. What is the birth name of actress Paula Prentice? The birth name? Yeah. Uh. Gertrude. Uh. Frenzel. Paula Ragusa. Oh. <laughs> I know this one. This is fun. The poet Ogden Nash wrote Candy is dandy, but liquor is what? Quicker? 
Yes. Yay! I didn't know who wrote that. Yeah. I couldn't have answered who wrote that, but I've heard that. Willy before. Wonka. Um, oh yeah, that's why I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Author J. M. Barry is best known for creating what fictional character? Uh, Peter Pan. Correct. I'm impressed. Thank you. What movie does Sean Penn play a mentally challenged man? Uh, Sean Penn? I don't know if I know this one. Uh, uh, he's not Rain Man, is he? That's uh, Dustin Hoffman, yes. isn't it? That's, I don't have another answer. I am Sam. Don't know that one. What fictional Kansas town is the earthly home of the young Superman? Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. Good. They had that TV show. Yeah. What comedic duo of the 20s and 30s were real-life best friends? Laurel and Hardy? Yes. Nice! Ivy's cleaning up. Now I got round two. You shouldn't have challenged me. Who was the Greek god of craftsmen? Uh... The Greek god of craftsmen. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pull a name, whatever one I can think of, and it's, uh, oh, Apollo. Hephaestus. Is that the same one as the last time? I don't know. Uh, During what war was the novel The Hornet's Nest set? Civil War. The American Revolution. Ah, What item would a tailor measure in lingness? Lignness. Can you read it again, please? What item would a tailor measure in lignness? Lignness? L-I-G-N-E-S. Can I phone a friend? My maybe, mom might Maybe know. like lines? I've never heard that word before. Right. What item? Like what item of clothing? What item? What item? Lignus? Pants. Button. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that there I've was a, never... a technical name for the measurement of buttons, but now I do. I, I don't know. We'll have to look up exactly what that means. All right, Ivy's at six Maybe points. it means, like, how many holes it has. Maybe, I don't know. Like the... I don't know. Aren't all buttons four holes? No, some are two. I guess so. Some might be three, I don't know. Ivy has six points, which means I need exactly three points to take the lead, because I have three and a third points. (laughs) I was kind and gave you that third, huh? All right, here we go. What singer who went to number one in 1980 with Lookin' for Love published Still Lookin' for Love as an autobiography, as his autobiography? Uh, Barry Manilow. Johnny Lee. (laughs) I have no idea who that is. I don't know Johnny Lee at all. All right. What famous horse belonged to Alexander the Great? Hmm. Famous horse? Yes. Is it the Trojan horse? No. It is Bucephalus, of course. Oh, yes. The famous horse Bucephalus. The famous Bucephalus. What was the housekeeper's name in the TV series The Brady Bunch? This is something that, like, everybody knows, but it's, like, deep, deep in there. I know I'm going to know it as soon as I look at it. Oh, no. 
Now I have to think. See, uh, here's the story. I don't think she's in the theme song. No, but a square comes up in the picture. You know, when a family with six kids could afford a housekeeper. Here's a fun fact about the Brady Bunch. Uh, the the house of the exterior mm-hmm. had no second floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but because there was a second floor on the TV set, yeah. they installed a fake window. Like, because the top of the house went like oh, that. Oh, to make it look so like... So they installed a <laughs> fake window on the exterior of the house. Why do I know that information, you ask? I don't know, but I can't Do you remember. know what the housekeeper's name is? <sighs> Can I come back to that one? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I need your guess, sir. Uh, I'm going to hate myself so much. Guess a woman's name. Guess any woman's name. Agnes. Alice. Alice, God. (laughs) Very close. You can't do that. It's too loud. What year did the Jalianwala Ba... Massacre occur. Um, uh, nineteen fifty-seven. Nineteen nineteen. What actress shaved her head for her role in the movie Heaven? I don't know. Kate Blanchett. In Greek mythology, what did Medusa have on her head instead of hair? Snakes. Yee. Correct. Who played the captain of the fishing boat in the movie The Perfect Storm? Dennis Quaid? George Clooney. Aha. Not a bad guess. Um, which country hosted the Olympic Games in 2004? We were just talking about we this. We were just talking about this. Canada. Greece. Thomas. Who performed, who, whoa, I don't know where I got that. Who named a perfume for her fashion shows on the 5th of each month? Chanel. Coco Chanel. Ha ha! Chanel number five. Ha ha! Is that, did you think of that or did you I just did. guess the fashion no, that's, designer? No, that's what Chanel, that's the one perfume that I know. <laughs> Very good. Who had a hit in 1994 with the song Shaker Maker? 1994? Yep. The Uh, year of me. Madonna. Oasis. Oh. Well, that puts us in a predicament. I don't know how that happened. by two-thirds of a point. I'm sorry for your loss. You did beat me in Trivial Pursuit on the game board. I did. The other night. So I guess now we're even? No, I want... I want, uh... Two more questions to make up my two-thirds of a point. No. You may not have that. (laughs) But I hope that was fun. That was fun for me. I had a good time. That was fun. This is a good, easy game to throw together, but we also get to learn. I am frustrated. And everybody out there gets fun facts. 
Uh, so, hey, I think we done it, and I think we're going to wrap it up here so that we can go on with our lives. So thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. Uh, send us in anything you want and let us know what you want to hear. Uh, you can send us an email at sleepingsituation at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on any social media of your choice that we happen to be on. Uh, new episodes come out every Monday. Happy Memorial Day. And, uh, you know, have a good time. Enjoy your day off if you're having one. I was waiting. Happy Memorial Day. I was waiting for you to say that. It's required in my family to we, only say We it haven't that way. talked about it. And, like, since, since we talked about year. it when we last year on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, I was excited. And then you did it. Uh, send us things to do, questions to answer for the 100th episode Sleeping Situation Spectacular. Woo! And uh, we'll do it. We'll do anything you ask. We just want you to ask. Anything. Anything. We'll do anything. Anything. You ask us to do. Provided that it exists within the context of a podcast. Okay, bye. Bye.